Hey, how's it going? Stuart from Unleash the Ghouls here. Thanks for checking out the audio version of this episode. If you didn't know, you can also watch all of the video versions over on YouTube. Just search Unleash the Ghouls and take your pick. In the meantime, sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome one, welcome all, and welcome to Friday Fright Time, where every week I, Connor, along with my trusty sidekicks, Coffee and Stew, dissect horror movies from throughout history, tearing our favourite, most memorable moments to pieces. This week, it's episode 9 and... Coffee's back! Oh my god! <laughs> Good evening. Alright, mate. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh, Coffee, how's dad life going, mate? Yeah, mate, it's it's pretty good. A lot of um, late nights and shitty diapers, but it's all worth <laughs> Lots it. Lots of poo. In the end. Well, well, you've made that sound fun, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Stu, it probably sounds more appealing than half the fucking films we've been watching. Like. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do feel free to go back and check out some of mine and Stu's two-man reviews from earlier episodes, but we're back. The three amigos are here, and we're going to look this week into one of the classic cult horror movies of all time, Plan 9 from Outer Space. This one has a massive history behind it. It's notoriously known as one of the worst movies ever made, possibly the worst horror movie movie ever made. Highly recommend the movie uh, Tim Burton's Ed Wood starring Johnny Depp which goes into a bit more depth about the director of this film Plan 9 from Outer Space. These kind of movies were made with little to no budget just because Ed Wood wanted to make some movies and no one would finance them but he wanted to have fun anyway and this is the result. Plot wise you're very very loose. You've got some spaceships which crash into a graveyard, resurrect some dead people and that's really it for an hour and a quarter <laughs> Let's bring in Kofi and Stew and look a bit deeper into 1959's Plan 9 from Outer Space. How are we doing this week, lads? Well, better than your intro. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with fucking confusion from watching this film. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit fucked, like... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just a little bit. begin with the introduction here. Old Tintin at the start. Yeah, <laughs> Tintin with his fucking blonde quiff. Little quiff, isn't he? Yeah. Dickhead. And he's like, <laughs> he has this proper confusing speech. Like, <laughs> he says a line that's like, future events such as these will affect you in the future. <laughs> so, <laughs> So yeah, of course the fucking will. The production quality, lads, what have we got to say about this one? It's non-existent. <laughs> Basically. That's, that's a lie. Everything's they made put, out of cardboard. They put a lot of work into that set that they used <laughs> for every fucking scene. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the classic graveyard here. I think we're going to have to. We've got fuck else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like they, they built this set of a graveyard. Even though they're scenes which are filmed in a real graveyard, <laughs> then they decide to build a fucking set of it. And it's like, we've got tombstones made of cardboard, which <laughs> actors knock over <laughs> in some scenes. And then there's a woman falls onto the ground and it's just like an AstroTurf rug. Yeah, it was bad. To be fair, before we even got to see that set, there was a great name in the intro did anyone clock it? Oh, I, I do so. not believe I did, mate. There was uh, a person in the intro called Dudley Manlove. <laughs> wow, lovely name. I love a bit of manlove. <laughs> Big old Dudley does as well. It was my favourite bit of the film. <laughs> I was really sold when I saw Dudley's name. <laughs> Big Dudley. 
It went downhill quickly after that. It started by saying weird things happened when the grave diggers started their shift, but then goes to uh, a plane in the sky. So <laughs> weird things really happened when that plane flew in the sky, not when the grave diggers started their shift. So factually, I was quite pissed off to begin with because they they missold the whole thing to begin with. <laughs> Did you like the cockpit? Again, made out of cardboard. Yeah. Every single piece of it. <laughs> All the instruments, just squares. <laughs> the worst plane ever. First off, it looks nothing like a plane. Yeah. <laughs> just looks like someone's small bedroom. <laughs> it literally does. And then when the, the UFO appears, they actually nearly knock the handles off. And you, you see them like, try and replace them where, they, where they're meant to sit. That bad. There's a classic bit as well where like the, uh, the UFO flies past the window. And to, uh, to simulate it, they just shine like a big bright light on the actors. <laughs> but you can see the shadow of the boom mic. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can, yeah. And then it, it quickly, like, goes up and out the way, so whoever was operating it must have been like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, mate, I don't think anyone that worked on this film cared that much. Nah, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> One of the actors actually put it to the test, so uh, let's bring in the, the detectives here. Did you guys notice there was a detective who kept pointing his gun at himself? Yeah, that was... So I, I initially thought it was, like, just bad acting. It actually turns out when I did a bit more digging on it, that this actor was like, oh, Ed Wood's a fucking shit director. He, he clearly <laughs> isn't paying attention to what's going on. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to point my gun at me and see if he notices it. <laughs> and he didn't. So they just kept it in the film anyway. It just got put in the final cut. Yeah. <laughs> my favourite detective is the big fat bald guy. Uh, he, he was actually a Swedish wrestler in real life, uh, Tor Johnson, but uh, yeah, he comes in here, and obviously since he's Swedish, his, his grasp on English isn't particularly great. And uh, <laughs> my favourite line of his, <laughs> here it is verbatim, is, I will get one the flashlight from patrol car. I'm a big boy now, Johnny. I will get one of the flashlight from patrol car. Be careful, please. I'm a big boy now, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Is that just Google Translate or something for him? Did you what was his wrestling name? Tor Johnson, he was. I thought you said Paul Johnson. <laughs> 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 Tor Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be oh, such Jesus a great wrestling name. <laughs> oh my god, the flying saucers as well. God almighty, get check out the strings on these bad boys. The flying oh. cardboards. They're like fucking yo-yos. They just get progressively worse through the film as well. Like, one, they never look the same. And any, any time you see them, they've changed. It just yeah. makes no sense. But there's, there's some really, there's some real bad bits with it. Like, when it goes past, like, the NBC building later in the film, it's clearly on a string, but it's just shaking all over. They've not even, like, kept it steady as it goes across the screen. It's just all over. It's, it's like, it's got Oh, I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly like um, just someone who's went down the shop and went, have you got any spaceship model kits? And I'm just going to put it on the end of a fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't work out the UFOs because like when they first see the, the UFO at the start in the play, they're like totally unfazed by it. But then every time a UFO flies over someone in the rest of the film, it like knocks them out. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> all over the place, don't they? Everyone just gets KO'd by like a, a UFO flying past them. 
<laughs> what do you think of the house which has got the chairs in it? Literally the only real piece of furniture in the whole film. Why do they own 400 chairs? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a guy sitting in his living room surrounded by like 90 chairs. And the, like him and his wife, it cuts to them, and he's in a bad mood, and and she's like, "Why are you in such a bad mood?" And he's like, "Because I saw a, a UFO today." <laughs> <laughs> and and then he goes, "It was shaped like a huge cigar." It was shaped like a huge cigar. It, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, wasn't, it, wasn't. it was like <laughs> a traditional like. Flying saucer, like cup and saucer shape. The fucking, it wasn't a fucking cigar. His funeral's brilliant as well. The funeral of the old man. It's held, it's held in like a tiny little crypt, but like there's like ten of them come out. It's like watching clowns come out of a, a mini car. <laughs> What's amazing as well is that uh, the old guy himself is actually Bella Lugosi, the guy who first played Dracula. He, he very like famously brought the whole Dracula accent in. Like when pe most people talk about Dracula, they do the whole oh. I'm going to suck your blood. Like that whole accent, mm -hmm. like originated from him. So for him to come into this movie wearing the Dracula cape as well, just walking around a, a graveyard flapping it about, is absolutely stupid. See, I had no idea that it was actually him, so I thought he was just being a bit of a bit of a weirdo. <laughs> But now it gives a bit of context as to why that was happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it doesn't, because like. Well, yeah, it doesn't fit with the film in any way. But... He still had no fucking need to walk around with a Dracula yeah, yeah. over his face in an alien <laughs> film. Most of it is because uh, the footage here was was filmed by like Edward because they, like they were friends in real life, um, and they were like, "I just right. want to film some footage of you for a bit." <laughs> is that how the conversation went? <laughs> it's like, oh, just hey, just want to film oh, for friends. a bit. <laughs> But he was really struggling with his career. He was like addicted to morphine and he was like, oh, going through all this sort of shit. He's like, yeah, I'll just take you out and film you in your graveyard for a bit and, <laughs> and sniffing like flowers inside of your like garden and all that. And what? then I'll make a movie around that footage trying to make it make sense. But it doesn't oh my make goodness. sense. Does not make any sense whatsoever. He couldn't have made it make less sense if he tried, and he didn't try. <laughs> there you go. There's some horror trivia in that one for you. Yeah, um, it's a crazy I, way to start a film, but it it's become really popular. I totally get the tongue-in-cheek fan base for the film because it is like extremely laughable, like most of the bad things that happen in it. But towards the end of the film, it just dragged like fuck when they're in the spaceship. I thought that bit was great. <laughs> go on, Stu. You sound enthusiastic. Tell me why you think that was great. Well, because we got to see what an alien spaceship would look like inside. And I learned that aliens would just fill an entire room with one table <laughs> and one radio transmitter. One fucking <laughs> microwave, like. <laughs> it was educational. And if I learnt one thing from this film, Connor... <laughs> <laughs> this film taught me stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it was a really fucking hard movie to concentrate on. I found it so, so difficult. <laughs> to be fair, we only made you watch it for a laugh because... <laughs> Because you deserted us for a few weeks before... You got me fully. How you can really we punish did. this cunt? 
and we made you watch this absolute shite. What I want to know is why when they attack the fucking spaceship do they fire 500 rockets? They keep cutting to like scenes of like military like yeah. warheads firing missiles like all this like these like amazing tactical weapons but, and then it cuts to the, the flying saucers and it's and it's just like two explosions yeah. on screen it's two quick and, it's, and it just looks like fireworks I'm I'm just confused in general about the, the, the entire plot line of the film I don't understand it like have they had a few other plans before that didn't work what is the plan about I think you, if you didn't understand it I think you need to watch it again ah uh, yeah that's a really that's a really good idea so I'm just gonna go and uh, you can just go fuck yourself because I'm never <laughs> doing that again <laughs> <laughs> he sniped him there. Fuck me. <laughs> there he is. There's the real There's the boy. There we are. We've missed your son. He's back. He's back. Oh. Well, don't worry, Corf, because I'm going to explain. I think. Yes, please, please, please do. nine to you. Um, there's like a conversation that they have towards the end of the film. It's like the head alien guy. So throughout the film, you've got these zombies, right? You've got the vampire woman, you've got the Dracula guy, who is hilarious because um, <laughs> when they're putting the cape over his face to like hide his face, it's not the same guy. It's not the old man. It's actually Edward's wife's chiropractor. <laughs> they were like, yeah. <laughs> you look vaguely similar in Norway. <laughs> Let's just chuck a cape on you and you've got to walk around like, Ooh, oh, it's brilliant. And there's a bit where he attacks someone in the back garden, the, the, the house with all the chairs, and uh, he, he like slaps them down and then adjusts his cape because the cape nearly falls off and they're just, nah, we'll keep it in. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, no, I'll pull it back over my shoulders. So yeah, that the plan anyway, seems as though they've been resurrecting dead Corpses, but they've been there for like a week and they've resurrected three people in one graveyard. <laughs> what sort of species is this? You're wrong, mate. That was plan eight. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading the wrong plan. <laughs> How fucked must plan one have been if it had this domino effect to get us to this point? I couldn't work out a lot of the deaths in this. I'm, I'm gonna hesitantly call it a film. I, I am... Um, there, there's just so many weird deaths. Like, that big guy, whatever his name was, Tall Paul or whatever, fucking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. At one point, he just walks over to a policeman and just hits him on the head and that's it. He's dead and won it. And there's another bit where, like, the weird zombie things, like, going after a, a police officer. The police officer just keeps walking backwards until he's, like, in a crowd of people and chairs because he's at that Yeah, there's more chairs than there are people. As soon as he gets then into the crowd, he decides just to shoot his cap gun that he's got. And it's like a little... A spud gun. It's somewhere between, like, a spud gun, yeah, and a cap gun. Do you remember them little, like, red cap gun? rings you used to get and then you'd load them oh, up. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah def caps. They're definitely using them as props. <laughs> it's it's absolute shit, isn't it? Uh, yes. I'm trying to hold it together for you boys, but I can't. <laughs> 
It's just shit. I've been trying to hold it together so much that I forgot I was in the middle of explaining Plan 9 and I just got sidetracked. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. you're on, no, you're on Plan 8. Start oh, yeah, again plan on Plan 9. But, but yeah, it's like, it seems as though they were trying to do some sort of like, oh, we need to be environmentally friendly kind of message in it. Because... They, <laughs> that, that was Plan 1. Yeah, that was Plan 1. <laughs> be environmentally friendly. Ah, oh, shit, there's a hole in the ozone layer. Start again. It's Plan 2, like, you must wear masks in shops. <laughs> that was veganism. <laughs> so the aliens have identified that scientists keep inventing bigger bombs. Like, they start off with the grenade, and then it goes to the bomb, and then it goes to the fucking atom bomb. And the aliens predict that they eventually might make a bomb which blows up the sun... Which would then blow yeah. up the universe. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> because the light from the sun, the bomb would blow up the light, and then everywhere the light touches. <laughs> so therefore, it's like Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the You're Lion King. You're not allowed to go there. Banana, squash banana. To be fair, you're laughing at it, mate. But that's science, so. <laughs> And it's, it's science from an advanced race that clearly are beyond our plane of thinking. So Beyond the director's <laughs> plane of thinking as well. <laughs> you know, you laugh at it, but I mean, really, you're the one that's going to look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> How could you possibly say that in a dead, a dead tone? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolute actor. I'll tell you who's not an absolute <laughs> actor. Act. Nobody in this film. The vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Better acted than every single thing in this entire film. I know that you can't quite grasp science, Connor, but... <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs> could you work out how fire works in this film? By my understanding of this film, uh, fire works by setting everything on fire apart from where the fire is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is advanced physics. So when you set a fire in a UFO, to the untrained eye, it looks like the fire's on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> now you you boys might not understand this so let me explain that again when the fire is set on the inside of a UFO uh -huh. because your shit human eyes can't detect it properly your your Neanderthal brain <laughs> make you think you see the fire uh, on the outside so you interpret it as the outside is, yeah it's like yeah, that's yeah, it's that the interpretation. So, perspective, perspective. Yeah, yes. that's it. That's it. But if you if you happen to get closer to understanding science, you would know that that fire was on the inside of that UFO, right. oh, it was a know. very dangerous place to be. You know what doesn't make sense science-wise, right? Their fucking whole plan is they've got electrodes which make the dead bodies come back to life to make them reanimate. But then when they turn the electrodes off the bodies don't drop down to the floor they just stay standing <laughs> up <laughs> and actually yeah, even better there's one point where he carries on ordering them around and they still follow instructions <laughs> as well. They turn the electrodes off so all of the zombies in the area should drop dead, but the Dracula one still manages to go on the ship, like walking about like normal. <laughs> Just science, mate. This is basically when you start becoming a Scientologist, they make you watch this film to understand it. <laughs> <laughs> And then once you've watched this film, if you have a superior brain, everything makes sense. And then you pay him like 40% of your wage every month, and it's definitely not a cult, but you, you understand science. So. 
There's that. <laughs> Speaking of weird sort of cults and stuff, the film was pretty much mostly financed. Quickly, actually, budget guys, do you want to have a quick stab financed. at it? Financed. Fuck off with your finance. <laughs> I mean, legit, there's a quartered budget, what I found on Wikipedia. What do you boys think this film cost to make? I don't know, like, back, back then, it was fuck all, really, because <laughs> probably about, like, like 10 grand or something. Considering it's 1959 as well, 60 grand? Should we do, like, some sort of conversion and find out how much that would have cost today? Not not right now, obviously, <laughs> on the, on the yeah, video. Okay, quick. He doesn't understand, Kofi, he doesn't understand science. He's not going to do maths, is he? <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, this this, uh, this 60 grand anyway was mo mostly financed by the Baptist Church. Because, what? Because... Of Scientology. Yes. <laughs> because Edward went, hey guys, would you like to finance our film, please? And they were like, yeah, we'll give you some money if some of the crew get baptised. Was it some of the crew? <laughs> <laughs> not, not like all of them are specific, just some, some of you. So, yeah, they're going there. Just go to this church and there's just like 40 year old blokes just getting baptized just because the they wanted fuck? some money. This whole film is just fuck my head. <laughs> completely oblivion. I think this review's one of our best. <laughs> now, there, Stu, is something that you are not seeing the truth to. This is not a good review. You are not seeing the truth. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell Connor just gave up on life halfway through that sentence. In my head, I was like, I've got a witty comeback brewing here, and then it just didn't brew. <laughs> and Kettle was still on like boil. an angry five-year-old. <laughs> a 95-year-old. An angry five-year-old. Oh, a 95-year-old. an old man. Oh, that, there they go, that's the proof of it. I probably won't be able to get this fucking outro done anyway. <laughs> can someone take it off my hands, please? I've had a pressing evening here. I think Kofi should cover it since he's back and like I've done I've done one before. Kofi hasn't done one. Come on, Kofi, do the outro. Improvise. Yeah, well the outro I don't know what I'll do with the for the fucking outro, but subscribe to our channel, press like, <laughs> and share as much as you can, even though this film was absolute horse shit. Share as much as you can. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Just in general. Share things with people. <laughs> yeah, that's my be general kind. life motto. Just be friendly to each other. Like each other's Instagram photos. It makes people feel good. Thank you. And above all else, get baptised. <laughs> above all else, buy our shit. <laughs> and just never, ever, ever watch Plan 9 from Outer Space. And buy our shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we've got to, no, look, we've got to put that in there subtly throughout the episode. So, Kofi, if you redo that outro, I'll 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 help add that subtly in there for you while you do it. <laughs> I'm not redoing that outro. <laughs> yeah, you are. Go oh. shit. Try again. Thank God. It was it was shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. It's like someone the... outro for fuck's sake. It's like the sixth oh, sense. Ah, it's can't can't do the outro. All right. So if you enjoy oh, Coffee's outro, then you can now listen to another outro <laughs> by myself. <laughs> This is Connor's outro. Please go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Switch your notification bell on like a good boy or girl. And you can also go on Facebook and you can subscribe and like and do all sorts of things. Share things with everyone, get baptised and buy our shit. Like our Instagram pages. Oh my God, see you next week, you cunts.